Hey everyone, Felice Gerwitz here, and I want to share with you something that is dear to my heart, and that is saving you money. Can you use encouragement for your homeschool journey? Have you been searching for an online learning program designed to ground your family in a Christian worldview? Well, now you can at MediaAngelsMembership.com. Our affordable membership packages fit your budget and busy life. Now you can access customized membership packages for your homeschooling family from the extensive Media Angels Library of Books, classes, and Bible studies. You may select the ebook bundle, the creation bundle, the premium bundle, or the forever bundle. Each bundled set will save you vast amounts of money. Our packages begin at less than $10 and you can use it for the whole family. So go to MediaAngelsMembership.com for more information. That's MediaAngelsMembership.com. You'll be glad you did. This is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Welcome to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Your host, Felice Gerwitz, is an author, a publisher, and your radio show host. She will encourage, educate, and inspire you with answers to your most pressing questions from homeschool, marriage, parenting, and much more. Felice loves to equip moms to live a Christian life because every moment counts. Be sure to visit her website at MediaAngels.com. And here's your host, Felice Gerwitz. Hey friends, today we are going to talk about time management for parents. This is episode 412, and you can find the show notes for today's episode at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Look for episode 412. Well, today I am going to challenge you. Are you ready for time management that's going to help you reclaim your day and feel good at the end? Is that too good to be true? Well, in reality, if I can do it, you can. And it is really easy or easier than you think. It's as easy as getting a sheet of paper and making four squares. Today, I'm going to help you figure out the main issues that steal your time and give you hope on how to reclaim it. I want to thank MediaAngels.com, my company, um, as well as the Media Angels membership. If you want to reclaim your time, there are some great um, assets and things you can use in uh, the Media Angels membership as well as on the website. I also want to tell you that uh, as I'm recording this, we are coming up on the seventh birthday of our network. Uh, so stay tuned for that. If you are not a member of our mailing list, please sign up. Again, you can do that at the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network.com. And each month you get a brand new character planner. That's our giveaway right now. And when these giveaways are over, uh, so that means you get them free for the month. And when they're over, uh, they are available for purchase on the Media Angels website. We are putting together all 24 planners uh, that I've given away in the past um, in a bundled set. And we are going to have a special low price um, for our birthday celebration. So be looking for that. Okay, let's begin. Does your day lack focus like mine did so many times? And I also became overwhelmed with shuffling papers and trying to get school done and keeping up with the household chores. And then of course we have dinner and then time to spend with our spouse. And I approached burnout so many different times of the year 
And even at the beginning of the year, I mean, I would dread the beginning of the year because I had to once again figure out what my priorities were. And I'm telling you, friends, it left me tired and defeated so much of the time. And then at the end of the day, I would always feel like, gosh, we didn't do anything that day. Well, I will tell you, you are accomplishing more than you think. And even if you don't think you're accomplishing, I'm going to give you some key ways that you can do it. When I was a young mom with little kids, one of the things I would say at the end of the day is, all right, we made it another day. Everybody was safe. So that's a win. Look for those positive things. That's the first thing I'm going to share with you. It's not one of the points I'm going to make, but look for the positive in every single day. You can find something that is positive. But truthfully, I wanted more. I wanted more than just to say we survived that day. And so even if you are a new homeschool mom, or even if you're a pro, we always can use some help. Let me cut to the chase here. I was out of time because my time was managing me instead of the other way around. And I found out very easily what was interrupting my day. I took a look at it and I could find three things. The first was talking on the phone. So you're not really on the phone that much anymore, right? No, now we're on social media and we're texting. So that was my number one. I don't know what yours is, but I have a feeling it could be the same thing. The second was I didn't really have a set schedule with household chores. I hated lists. So if I had to wake up on a Monday morning and know that was laundry day, I would rather stay in bed. And maybe that's how you are as well. Guess which day I do my laundry? That's right, Monday, because I get it over with and then we have clean clothes all week and I'm not bogging down the weekend doing it. I do it in between different things. I, and not only that, the clothes get folded and put away. So big win. And the third was disobedient kids. I spent, I swear, most of my time dealing with my kids. And I had a defeatist attitude. I could not wait until my husband came home so I could dump all of my daily woes on him. And guess what? That didn't work out too well. My husband ran his own business and he often needed my help to do things like payroll or time management for him and the details of filing payroll taxes and filling out forms and so many other things. So now I'm going to fast forward the majority of my life of being a homeschool mom. I started in 1986, and I actually ended my journey um, a couple of years ago in 2018. So what happened? Well, I raised five kids, and my husband and I have not one, but now three businesses that we run out of our homes, and we do it successfully. How did this happen? Believe me, it wasn't overnight. But now I can share some of those tips and techniques with you, and they're even better than what I had in my toolbox at that time. You know, maybe you're thinking, well, if you have some tips or rules or whatever, you know, rules are made to be broken, but sometimes you can look at them as good suggestions. So take heart as I share some of the quick ones with you, because I want to give you encouragement quickly here. The first is just because you get an idea doesn't mean you have to act on it right now. That was another one of my flaws, and it may not be yours, but for me, if I had an idea I needed to go to the grocery store, that's all I could think about. And so I learned that I had to write it down and look at it at lunchtime or after dinner and plan for it. So that was one of my things. 
And one thing I do, and even with the business is, and I've told some of you who listened to this before, that I don't even look at emails in the morning. Emails um, are such a way of life and they're necessary in business. But the minute I looked at emails or you know, got on the phone or whatever it was at that time, my day was just disrupted. So unless I have planned for it, I don't do it. And right now my plan for emails is usually after lunch. People who really need to get hold of me quickly know how to do it and everything else can wait. The second was learning my time wasters. So see number one, but there are others and I let myself get sidetracked. And once I learned the keys for keeping myself on track, it worked. And the third was making a plan and sticking to it. I know for those of you who are out there in kindred spirits like me that like to be spontaneous, believe me, making a plan and at least having uh, routines, if you don't like the word plan or schedule, that really works well. And then number four is every self-help book, and I had them, not necessarily self-help, but like how to clean your, your house in five easy ways or you know whatever that was, how to get organized. None of it's going to work unless you follow it and decide to get organized. So um, I have a bunch of links for you at the end of this broadcast on the show notes. And once again, they're on vintagehomeschoolmoms.com. Uh, look for the time management for parents episode 412. And I have a bunch of resources for you. And the fifth is seek help when needed, not necessarily psychological help, although that's good too if you need it. But mainly it was getting the help, whether it's a support um, from your family, uh, your you know parents, your husband, whatever that is, and just kind of powwow together. Sometimes I would just say to the kids, look, I need your help. And we would all rally the troops and get whatever it is we needed done. I think that it's important to note that many times we think of an issue as one problem when it's really something else. Another issue with time management is that we have false expectations or maybe no expectations at all. So first, it's homework time. I'm going to encourage you to stop this recording and write out your most pressing need. What do you hope to accomplish? What is your main objective or expectation? Is it a peaceful home? Is it happiness that surpasses all understanding? Is it kids that get along, laundry washed, dried and folded, all on one day? Is it meals planned? What is it? What's important to you? So like I said, if you need to stop this recording, you can and uh, and, and do that because that's really important. So once you know what that expectation is, whatever that hope or dream or whatever, break it down into a day, a week, a month, or maybe even a year. Do you remember that old saying, Rome wasn't built in one day? but I'm going to add a Felice twist here. But the fires that destroyed Rome were set on purpose. Okay, so what fires are you setting for yourself? I've looked at my expectations and goals and realized that they were so grandiose that even if I had an entire team of people, I wouldn't be able to do it. So basically, I was you know, burning up my own, my own ideals and plans and setting myself up for failure. So I needed to get realistic. And I'm not going to give you all these platitudes like, you know, I, I read all these different things like, you know, make every minute count or delegate or make easy to serve meals. That's duh, duh, and double duh, right? I'm talking about surviving here. But what I'm going to tell you is that you need to use what you have on hand. 
you know, when you write, and especially in writing a novel, one of the things they tell you to do is write what you know. And as an author, which I believe most of you know, years ago, my daughter came to me and she said, Mom, I want to write a novel. And I said, Christina, I don't know how to write a novel. And she said, Mom, we're homeschoolers. We can figure it out. Because that's what I would tell her. Well, moms and dads, if you're listening, you may not be homeschoolers, but if there's something you want to do, you can figure it out. The one novel turned out to be three and sold in catalogs such as Christian Book Distributors. You know, many vendors carry them in the homeschool circles, and currently it's on Amazon and on my website, MediaAngels.com. Those novels have been everywhere. They've been all over the world. And guess what? We figured it out. You have to figure out what's important to you. What does your list look at? If I said you can write down only five things, what would those top five things be? The list normally looks like this. Number one, I need to manage the kids. Number two, I need to manage the home. Number three, I need to teach school, especially for those of us at home schooled. Number four, I need time with my spouse. Number five, I need to keep my sanity. Why is it, moms and dads, that kids always seem to be number one when they should not hold that revered position? As a Christian, the first thing that should be on that list is time of prayer. I've talked about this before, but the days that I didn't wake up, grab a cup of coffee and my Bible and have a short prayer session, just me and the Lord, all heck broke loose. And my kids knew that if they came and interrupted me, if they got up while I was praying, that it was not going to be a good day. And believe me, they learned that early on. And maybe you have babes and you can't do that, but you can spend some time. And even if it's, Lord, please help me today, that's a prayer that, believe me, our, our Lord really does answer. So the first thing I'm going to do is I'm going to rearrange that list of five things. And I'm going to begin with number one, and that is to keep your sanity. Begin the day with God. You need to fill yourself up before you can pour into others. And I'm going to talk about that in just a little bit. The second is time with your spouse. Figure out when you can have a meaningful conversation. Spend time planning some kind of date night. If it means putting the kids to bed and grabbing some popcorn and watching a movie from home, that's fine. But just spend time together. You know, you two met at some point in time and you decided to have a family together and then maybe homeschool your kids. You know, that came along somewhere. You need time to build that relationship and to spend time together. Another thing I want to say about that, because we're helping some new couples right now, our church has a program and my husband and I got volunteered uh, to to help these young couples. And I'm going to do a separate uh, episode on that because my husband and I were able to distill down some very important things that have helped us in our marriage that we're able to share with these couples. And I want to share that with all of you. And it's, again, not anything long and drawn out because who has time for that? So the third point was to manage my home. What was pressing? Was it laundry? Was it food? I used my weekends to bulk cook and freeze. Just like a copying machine is a blessing to every homeschool family, so is an extra freezer. You know, budget for it, get one, and that will become your best friend. You can buy some things, you know, and just throw them in there, and it really helps on those busy days. If you're not good at planning, guess what? One of your kids might be. 
And I remember um, asking one of my kids to plan meals, and she was super excited. In fact, this child now in college uh, came home and said, you know, Mom, I'm taking over the kitchen, and I, and I love to cook, and I love to bake. And I said, hey, you go for it. And it was such a blessing because it started when she was homeschooled. The fourth is manage my kids. And I know there's all kinds of people out there that are going, you shouldn't manage your kids and blah, blah, blah. Look, we have kids. They are a blessing in our lives. But sometimes it is such an ordeal. And I remember pulling off one time and just saying, hey, we're not even going to do school. The kids were like rejoicing. Yay, we're not doing school. No, we're going to spend this time on learning how to get along. And by the end of the day, they were really excited about getting back to school the next day. But you have to mean what you say and say what you mean. You need to follow through. You have to practice good behavior. If you want your kids to uh, have every horrible trait that you or your husband has, just demonstrate it. You know why they act like, you know, we always say, oh, you only pick up the bad things I do. Well, maybe that's because you're giving them that much of an example and, and I'm talking to myself here too, but maybe we are modeling the wrong behavior over and over again. And so, you know, you have to practice this. If it means you have your kids say, look, this is how I want you to answer me. I remember one of my older children was really big on reprimanding the younger kids. And the kids would just like be so upset and say, mom, make them stop. And I said to them, you know what? We're going to practice this. You are going to say, thank you, big brother, for telling me what to do. Well, obviously, the older child didn't like to be answered in that way because he wanted to be listened to. And as I said to him, unless you're listening to me, the little kids aren't going to listen to you. And that was a wake-up call. And that way, instead of them screaming at me, they could just say to their brother, thank you, big brother, for telling me what to do. And soon that stopped. You know, I have several audios on uh, different topics that I've done, and I'll share those with you at the end, and they're in the show notes. But I even created audios for the kids. And, you know, and I talk to them about behavior and things like that, but I do it in a fun way. So you may want to listen to those with your children. As a side note here, it's important to let your kids know that you're all on the same side. Sometimes I think we're in a battle, and the kids need to know there's one leader, It is you as a parent, and the troops need to file in. If you don't have a set of consequences, this is important and something to think about ahead of time, right? We can't just be parenting on the fly. We need to decide that if my child does this one trait that he keeps doing over and over again, this is what I'm going to do. So guess what? When that child misbehaves and does whatever that is, they know there's going to be a consequence, and if it's repeated enough, they're going to understand that that consequence is coming. And the last is school. Yep, it's last. My kids learn despite my beautifully created curriculum, and I wrote curriculum for kids and parents. So even without my creation science study guides or my teaching science and having fun or my how to do a science fair project or whatever other books I had, my kids learned sometimes despite me. You need to read, read, and read to your kids. This is one of the best things you can do. If you want your kids to learn life lessons, do it by reading books. If you want your kids to learn math, get a curriculum. I have a series of character quality um, 
books that I have put together. They're actually little planners and they're free downloads that I give away each month on the Ultimate Homeschool Podcast Network. So be sure to sign up for those. Um, they're also on, on sale on my website too, if you missed those. So, But prior to 1960s, did you know that character was infused in, and so was morality in the schools, families, and churches? Now it's all revisionist and secular. Interestingly, I just recently read a quote from a past president, and in the words of John Adams, he said, Our Constitution is designed only for moral and religious people. It is wholly inadequate for any others. Wow. And we're seeing what's happening, right? All of that fruit that was sowed in the secular educational system. And, you know, parents are finding out more and more what the schools are teaching. And so it is really, really disheartening at at times. But friends, this is key. We must bring morality and all that is good and holy into our homes. If that means restricting screen time, do it. If that means only watching good movies, do it. Get pure flicks. The kids are going to, you know, complain. I know when they come over here, they we have what we call Jesus movies. And when the little grandkids come visit, they're like, Grandma, I already saw that. And I said, really? Well, how many times have you seen, and I'll name a popular movie to them. And then they look at me with big eyes. Right. If we're watching a movie you want to watch over and over again, that's not a problem. So they learn early on again. You know that you're going to stand. Um, they they know what they're they're getting when they come over, and they still like to come over. I realize this is a challenge for some of you, and I know you can do it. I know some of you may have husbands that aren't on board, or you know whatever that is, or you know extended family that you know sometimes tries to rock the boat. But you can set your boundaries within your family and stick to it. And I did, and I'm really glad that I did. Lastly, the key here is how to get it all organized. So here's the fast track. The first is it's going to be a week at a glance. So you're going to take a sheet of paper, draw a horizontal line and a vertical line, and it has four squares. And each one of those squares can have a different heading. So I use this for um, gift planning. I use this for all different kinds of things, but for right now, I want to just focus on the school aspect. So I put, put faith in one square, kids in the other, school and household. And of course, you can use different headings. And under the faith, that's where I put in time with my my husband. And this is an overall sketch of what you're going to do. It's not going to have the nitty gritty of what page you're going to be doing in your math book. It's basically weekly goals. And in this way, if you're reading a book as a family or you wanted to get that, you know, project done, whatever that is. And so let me go through each one of these and break them up a little bit more. So square one is faith. You can add a spouse here. You know, this is where you're going to be spending time together. And like this week already, I know when my husband and I are going to be spending some time together. This week is a busy week. You know, he's got um, a lot of different work projects. So do I. And we also have a mentoring couple that is going to come over, you know, newly engaged. And so we're going to work with them. But we also have a time plan where he and I are going to go out. Of course, my kids are grown and it's a little bit easier for us to plan that. But if we don't plan it, guess what? It doesn't happen. First, you need to get right with with the Lord. You know, some of you may not be Christians or, or faithful people, but for me, if I'm not filled up, I cannot pour into others. I have a show, A Few Minutes with God podcast, 
where you can get short little um, audios that will really encourage you. I have a couple that I, I put out. Um, one is out already, and it's, uh, you know, the Cure for Fear. And the other one is um, also dealing with fear because that's what I'm hearing a lot of right now, that people are fearful and we just need to overcome fear. And like I said, they're, they're short little uh, audios, about 10 minutes. Square number two, kids, what are your overall goals for that week? Is there something in particular or one kid in particular? Now, this is where I'm going to share a tiny little bit of parenting advice. Is there a squeaky wheel in your family that needs help, whether it's academic or discipline? Do you know parents that at a time of war, they always went after the enemy's leader? So is there one kid that's leading the others astray? I would start there. You don't have to, you know, build Rome in one day, right? And we don't want to burn up Rome either and set ourselves up for failure. So again, small goals. And the fourth is school. Once again, overarching here. Do you have a field trip that you're going to go on? Or is there a science experiment? Are you going to be reading a particular book or watching a video? Put this on your list so that you can just glance at it and say, okay, this is what we need to do. And of course, you can break up the list and put the days of the week. You know, that helps as well. And then for household, when are you going to do that laundry or prepare meals or any of that? If you have kids helping and they're doing their own laundry, make sure that that's all scheduled out. I'm going to tell you that even when everybody's home, uh, laundry is an issue that, you know, they have to work it out among themselves when they're going to be doing their laundry. So again, this training starts when they're younger and builds up. And I have to tell you, I didn't let my, my first two kids do their own laundry. When I had the next three, believe me, a lot of things changed because I needed help. I needed to get the troops together and get everyone to help. Whatever you do, make it work and do it. That's just like at the very beginning. You can get every book in the world. If you're not going to follow through, it's not going to work. Make it your own. And I really do believe you can figure this out and reclaim your time. So there's some extra videos uh, that that I've created. You can look for um, one of them is homeschool forms. Another gives you, uh, it's actually for Christmas prep, but it contains the four square planner. And there's one on running your home like a CEO and easy way planning. So you can find all of those things on um, the Vintage Homeschool Moms and also on the show notes for this uh, this episode. You can find them uh, there. But time management is you managing your time and making an effort to not allow it to manage you. And like I said, I know you can do it. And I just, you know, one day at a time. So again, you can find the show notes at VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Time Management for Parents, episode 412. Take care, guys. God bless, and I will talk to you soon. Bye-bye. Thanks for tuning in to the Vintage Homeschool Mom Show. Visit Felice at MediaAngels.com and the VintageHomeschoolMoms.com. Vintage Homeschool Moms is a production of the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network.